Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Mark Striegel, John Astronomy, the Talking Metal Podcast, coming to you from the Silver Spacecraft. I'm Bud Friendly. Here's your hosts, Mark and John. Hey, it's John Astronomy. Welcome to another edition of Talking Metal. It's great to be back. On the other mic, we've got Mark Striegel checking in from my home, and John is at his home. This is uh, the first time we've ever done this type of thing. Uh, John's sitting in his apartment. I'm sitting in the basement of my house. And, uh, you know, we're not in the same room doing host raps together. I guess maybe we did once we did, I think, an Ian Gillen interview where I was on the phone in L.A. and you were on the phone in New York and Ian was who knows where. But this is the first time we've done what we call host raps uh, in our own separate locations. Absolutely. Yeah, this is really cool. And uh, I hope you guys enjoy it. We're having a great time. And the fact that we figured out how to do this uh, means that we'll be able to bring you a lot more talking metal content because uh, both Mark and I have such crazy schedules nowadays that sometimes it's a little tough to always get together. So uh, we're still, of course, going to do the podcast where we do them in person. We're going to go out and interview bands and all that kind of stuff. But uh, we thought it would be cool if we can throw in some additional podcasts where we're doing it from two separate locations. Yeah, and we want it to sound good, too. So this is kind of an experiment. We're going to actually see how this sounds, how we think it sounds. Uh, I've heard some other podcasts where you got, you know, five different people in five different locations using Skype and a bunch of horrible sounding microphones, and it just really can diminish the show. So if this uh, episode ends up sounding poor or, you know, we just aren't happy with it, we're not going to continue to do this. We'll figure out a way to, to make it sound better. Um, you know, we do want right. to continue to bring you the the best quality stuff that we can. And, you know, so it's, it's partly an experiment today. So thanks for uh, experimenting with us here on Talking Metal, episode 340. Wow, 340, 340 episodes. episodes. And between five and six years, it's amazing that we've been going this long and strong. And, you know, we owe it all to... Uh, all of you listeners, without a doubt, and also special thanks to all the great artists that appeared on Talking Metal through the years. Yeah, we've had some great ones. We've had some great ones for sure. I want to crack open my Diet Coke here. And, yeah, uh, I'm drinking vitamin water. I don't know if this is uh, our age showing, but uh, you know, we used to get together and do the toast. We can still do toast, but right now it will be with a little healthier stuff, you know? Yeah, plus it's 11 a.m. in the morning on a Monday. Right, right, so. right, exactly. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, uh, Talking Metal Toast to all you guys. Thanks for joining us. The best way to support cool. Talking Metal is to buy that T-shirt. Go to the Talking Metal store section on TalkingMetal.com. Purchase a T-shirt. I am proud to say we've finally broken even on our T-shirts. Uh, we invested uh, some money with a, a guy designing the logo. and um, Well, John actually kind of designed the logo, but we uh, designing the actual T-shirts. A guy worked with me on those and John. 
and we put some money into it, and we finally broke an even. So anything uh, you guys, uh, any T-shirt you guys buy from us now is uh, money in our pockets. So please support Talking Metal by going to TalkingMetal.com, click on that store section, and buy a T-shirt. And uh, wear it around. Let people know what Talking Metal is. And uh, if you ever run into these artists, these rockers, these rock stars that you've heard on Talking Metal, be sure to tell them, too, hey, I enjoyed your interview on on the Talking Metal podcast. That always helps us out, too. Yeah, absolutely. And, guys, you know, all this money that we're going to get, whatever we get, you know, obviously we're probably going to just throw it right back into Talking Metal, which will mean more cool content for you guys. And, you know, we do do this for free. So uh, thanks a lot for all your support. And those shirts are actually really, really cool. So if you haven't taken a look at them, Take take just you know two minutes to go over to talkingmetal.com, click on that store section, and it's real easy to buy too. It's a professional company we're hooked up with who, you know, you can order online. It's all secure. It's all cool. Yeah, definitely. Hey, uh, Gary Moore, a Gibson artist, I know. Uh, yeah, a great signature model, Les Paul, passed away recently, and I don't think we've mentioned it yet on the show. I always was just blown away by Gary Moore's tone and and style and and class. The guy was was a real classy player, not only in the notes that he chose to play, but just in the way he presented himself and and always really stayed true to a you know bluesy rock sound. And uh, you know, from playing straight blues to hard rock, he was the master and. He is uh, going to be missed, definitely. F- much too young to die and uh, just kind of bummed out about it. Uh, of course, he played with many different artists, uh, possibly most known, I guess, for, I guess, Thin Lizzy, right? Yeah, yeah. And he, there, there was something that I found interesting. He was in a group called Skid Row, but it wasn't the American Skid Row. And that was another band that he had played with. And it's just such a huge loss for the music industry, particularly for guitar players. I had been a fan of Gary Moore since basically high school because a friend of mine named Mike uh, Corsi, who was a great guitar player, introduced me to his music, and it's just such a uh, such a you know unexpected thing. Uh, everybody at Gibson uh, was very uh, sad about this, and uh, you know we we truly lost one of the greats, and like you said, one of the classier uh, players in in rock and roll. Yeah, definitely, and. I heard on 1010 Winds, which is an AM news station here in New York City, they had a little news brief about his his death, and they were playing The Boys Are Back in Town behind him, or behind the announcer as he was talking about Gary Moore passing. And Gary Moore didn't even play on that song, so I thought that was kind of, at least not on the studio version of that song, so I thought that was kind of... Uh, strange that they were doing that. Yeah, they, uh, it sounds like they didn't really do their research 100%. And, you know, 1010 Winds is, is probably a good news-type station, but uh, they maybe they don't have, uh, you know, any true metalheads or just rock and roll fans and, you know, historians working at their company. <laughs> Hopefully, you know, who knows? Well, let's uh, do this. Let's play some Thin Lizzy right now. This is actually a song that Gary Moore is definitely playing on, and he... Is one of the songwriters of it too. This is called Toughest Street in Town. Gary Moore and Thin Lizzy.
was Toughest Street in Town by the late, great Gary Moore and Finn Lizzy. Yeah. Actually, I just wanted to mention, I did see Gary Moore play with Rush back in the day. He opened up for him and just uh, still remember him sitting on stage just shredding on an acoustic guitar. So good wow, memories of Gary Moore. that's great that you saw that. Yeah. Hey, you want to get into a little uh, Quiet Riot? Yeah. Hey, definitely. We all enjoyed your great interview with Rudy Sarzo, so let's let's do it. Yeah, this is Kevin Dubrow, Randy Rhodes, Quiet Riot. It's not so funny.
That was It's Not So Funny by Quiet Riot featuring another late great guitarist, Randy Rhodes. Yeah, Randy Rhodes, man. It's it's interesting because in that interview I did with uh, Graham Oliver from Saxon, now he had toured a lot with Randy back when Saxon was touring with Ozzy on the Diary of a Madman tour. And he mentioned that, that he doesn't really remember Randy playing the Jackson all that much on stage. He said he usually was playing the Les Paul. So I found that kind of interesting. Yeah, and what was notable about that was that Graham said that Randy wanted to trade him something for one of his Gibson Vs. Yes, yep, and he, he didn't do that. He uh, he held on to the V, and I guess, I think, you know what he said? He, he, Randy wanted to trade him a Jackson for a Gibson V. So it's, right. it was kind of interesting. Um, I don't know, you know, it's all, it's all he said type of stuff, but... He said that you know Randy didn't play the Jackson as as much as uh, a lot of people think or implied that at least you know so in- right. interesting um, he he was basically implying that Randy was a Gibson guy right right and uh, of course Gibson right now has the Gibson custom Randy Rhodes signature Les Paul out which is just an amazing instrument and uh, everybody should definitely. Go to www.gibson.com to check that out. Yeah, there's a lot of great new Gibson and Epiphone signature models out. We've got the, of course, Randy Rhodes signature model. We've got the Death Clock signature Thunder Horse Explorer, which is very cool. Something Brendan Small is involved with. Uh, Epiphone has a Slash Appetite for Destruction model. And uh, Joe Bonamassa has a model. So a lot of great new stuff coming out from Gibson and Epiphone. Cool. And also just wanted to mention that uh, Quiet Riot, uh, we know now that Rudy Sarzo is completely supporting Frankie Benelli's decision to continue the band. So kind of a little cool talking metal exclusive that we got there from our Rudy Sarzo interview uh, a few weeks back. Absolutely, Mark. So fun, fun stuff. Anyways, guys, thanks so much for joining us. I wanted to quickly mention that Amanda Somerville is doing two shows in Italy on the 15th and 16th of this month. So go to amandasomerville.com for more info on that. And our friend Eric is playing in a band called Gypsy Hawk. A lot of you guys know Eric from White Wizard and... Overloaded. Uh, Overloaded. Maybe we'll end with a, a song by by Gyp- Gypsy Hawk. Uh, it doesn't feature Eric on guitar, but it is it is one of their songs. I guess he just joined the band, from what I understand, or is probably going to, going to be joining the band. And also, uh, John Astronomy back on television, VH1 Classic of all places. What are you doing, John? Yeah, absolutely, Mark. I participated in a promo shoot for VH1 Classic, and you can see me in the promo packaging for VH1 Classic's Friday Night Rock Block. So check it out. Cool. Guys, thanks so much for joining us on this edition of Talking Metal. We're going to be back soon with some new interviews. Hopefully we'll get a live show in at some point real soon. This is Gypsy Hawk with Commander of the High Forest. Take care.
Yeah.